this is also even wackier information. I didn't know about 9-11 till I got to high school. Like, I Wait, what? <laughs> how, did you, how did you not know about 9-11 until you got to high school? I mean, like, I went to an Islamic private school, grew up in an oh Arab household. Oh, my God, right. They didn't want to fucking talk That's, about it. They're just like... Oh, my God. <laughs> no one's like, hey, by the way, we bombed those towers. Like, is that like... <laughs> Hung out at that Don't Tell show? Uh, and two, yeah, maybe like two months ago. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You remember how you felt after that set? Uh, I felt incredibly weird because yeah. there was this lady. I think she had like a like got Narcan shirt on or like sweater, and then she came outside specifically to tell me I did good job, which is like, I don't know, maybe like not the person I want to hear from. <laughs> <laughs> also, I remember you were being so hard on yourself because you forgot one joke. Yeah, I don't know. You forgot a bit, and you were like, I'm a piece of shit. I suck. I was like, yo, it was one joke, and you still had an awesome set. So, obviously, I was going to want to hang and get to know you better. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, Lathe Alsasa. Thank you for challenging my cookbook for an expansion that... I don't know if this one's going to make the weekly rotation just because of the work, but I hope it's good. It's good. It's a good, uh, it's, it tastes, it tastes good. It does. Yeah. Okay. Is it right? Um, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, like, it's like a little different depending not, on where okay. you, where you get, it's a little lemony, but a little lemony. not in a bad way. It's just like, I don't know, like. I feel like this dish like exists like with thirty different countries. So like that each was of them definitely have, like, a different something that I saw through my traversing through that side of the world. So please, what are we eating? Because it does have multiple names as well. Uh, yeah, most people call it dolma, which is I believe like the Turkish word for it. Okay. Um, but I grew up calling it yebra because uh, people from Damascus. Syria specifically call it Yebra. But even like out of other parts of Syria, they call it Dolma still. Okay, so, so like, you guys have your own specific name for it. Yeah, because we want to be special or whatever it is. I don't know. So is that where you the, ha- the family hails from is Damascus? Uh, Yeah, that's like kind of like the area generally that my dad grew up in. So my mom now, is just a white lady though. So <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I was going to say... I'm totally smart and on a map could point out where Damascus is. But for our listeners, Uh, where would you point it out on a map? And again, I totally know where it is. Yeah. So uh, uh, it's in the Middle East. Uh, It's an Arab country. So uh, we got we got that. And uh, I don't know. Sand. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's just kind of like sort of close to Europe a little bit but not really okay. like it's like one of the northern ones okay. uh, specifically like you know like Mesopotamia like yeah it's okay like e- Egypt area no no Egypt is like Africa so like this is like <laughs> yeah I'm a I like the words more than <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah we're like the first civilization was like there like okay yeah. oh right duh okay yeah yeah on the riverbanks yeah 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 yeah, yeah okay um So So we're just smarter people in the rest of the world. Yeah, you guys invented math. Yeah. (laughs) If I remember correctly. Um, What 
like so that's where your dad grew up yeah is it small town tribe culture like what uh well my dad grew up pretty rich fun for uh like i guess like standards of living in the middle east sure like he told me like he had like servants and stuff or whatever yeah which i don't know how i feel about when he said that but that's like you know whatever (laughs) why did you leave he grew up in the the 70s like in in the middle east or whatever so like 60s 70s and Um, came and came over here came over here when he was 18 years old yeah wow why Sorry, I did take a little bit to get through that. Are they normally this chewy? Uh, yeah, just like because I think the leaves okay, are a little cool. chewy. I just wanted yeah. to make sure that I didn't like <laughs> overcook them to sogginess. I think you could just like eat them raw. So it's just like a, it's a leaf, you know. It's not like a. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just a leaf. <laughs> so he comes over eighteen. Yeah. Had servant. Do you know why he bounced? Um, I think like. From what I remember him telling me, um, there was like he came here for school, but also mm-hmm. he uh, his like best friend had issues with the government. Fun. And so my spooky. grandmother was like, "You need to get out of here." Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, a little bit of a, a checkered past. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And you say, from what you remember him telling you, is that because of the checkered pastness of it all, or is because like you guys aren't? One, we're not close. Okay. So like we like I he told me like one time and then I was like okay and then I don't know started uh, went back to like playing Roblox or whatever I was doing. <laughs> are you cool with your mom? Uh no neither. My Damn. Parents, yeah. So how are you? How are you doing in this new city you've moved to with uh, a lack of support? Typical familial support. And then you told me a very unfortunate story about someone you were living with that we won't get into. But you've been here for how long now? Uh, I've been here for like I guess I guess around two months now, like approaching that. Yeah, time. I yeah. also remember my first two months here, and it was a very like lonely time. So yeah, what's going bit. on, pal? How you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling I'm feeling fine. I I don't know. Started like working like a job, and uh, my current roommate is nice. If you know L. Kennedy, yes, uh, yeah, and not. I will bleep this part, but not that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, like, all of that quick, is all does one well good. Okay, six minutes. Okay. <laughs> Just the, uh, yeah. Um, well, not yet, at least. So, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we hope that that stays that way. Have you had any bright spots? Um, we, can, we can get to this. Let's start happy. You know, like, um, is there the a- fact that I'm no longer living in Providence is a nice thing. Yeah. So that's so. Damascus comes over 18. Mom's just a regular white lady in Providence at the time. Uh, my mom is a regular white lady in Providence. My dad actually moved to New York City and then he went to college there and then he moved to Oklahoma to finish college, which is a crazy thing for an Arab person to do. That's a, yeah. And like the like late 70s 80s like i'm gonna go to oklahoma just to see what was up yeah just see what's going on go sooner (laughs) he's like i've heard great things about this state oklahoma uh and then uh he moved to chicago moved to rhode island met my mom Um, so they they were together at some point you came along yeah 
are they still to- together yeah. my parents uh yeah but i don't think they should be sure we've got lot- <laughs> we've had that answer in yeah. that chair multiple times <laughs> so you're living in providence under this weird like roof of tension i'm assuming oh yeah my mom's just a little unhinged and my dad's a little religious and that's like kind of you know uh a weird thing for like a queer person to be living in yeah Yeah. is there also i totally should have asked this off mic is there anything you don't want to talk about uh no anything i can cut anything that does come up or whatever okay yeah just as a yeah um yeah as a queer person i can't imagine like an arab dad with very religious tendencies maybe wasn't the best uh, hang of all time <laughs> i know but like to I, put it lightly my dad's great he's a cool guy yeah. like but when it comes to this one thing he's yeah. like kind of like he's not really hateful he's more sad about it because he's like oh well, you're gonna go to hell or whatever so he has like, like that mindset my mom i think is just a little hateful but that's like <laughs> yeah so when did all of like when did you start feeling uh weird i your words not much <laughs> yeah, i was gonna know, say like the, i was gonna say like you didn't Maybe like how you remember how like you, if you had those toys when you were a kid how like the square peg triangle peg circle like so, like the holes and all that and you took like the square toy of it that was supposed to go in the square block but like put it try, try to like put it in the circle just like something wasn't yeah. fitting. Um, I don't know. I it's really hard to pinpoint because like I grew up weird culturally. Sure. Uh, like because for example, like I, I went to an Islamic middle school. And I was homeschooled before that. Yeah, okay. So I went to a school where everyone was brown and I was the one white kid. Interesting. So like, it was kind of like, oh, well, I don't really fit in with these groups of people. Like I'm too, I'm too white for these Arab kids. Yeah. But then I, when I got to high school, I went to a public high school and it was a little different. It was like, oh, I'm too Arab for the white kids. So it was like really hard for me to like, something is wrong and I can't really pinpoint where it is like and then like I had issues with like my masculinity or like my femininity or whatever it is right so it's like all of it's like I don't really fit into the boxes that people have like you know like I just had just a crazy circumstance of things meshing very so first off a great phrase that I heard from a teacher when I was in Vermont, uh, labels are for soup cans, not people. So fitting into boxes, label, like it's dumb. Labels are for soup cans. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And I also totally understand and empathize with like the masculine feminine identity because like, even though I, I identify as a man, I still have this background where I was raised by two incredibly loving women, my mom and my sister. You know, my dad was great around, you know, yeah. I spent so much time. With- you had a dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pete's there. Um, but I spent so much time with these two wonderful women that uh, I f- used to feel shame about the feminine qualities that I have, but now think it makes me a more whole complete person 
because emotions are a thing that people have and when you think about dissecting emotions and talking about them that would be a more quote-unquote feminine quality than a more quote-unquote masculine quality so again all these labels and whatever boxes it's ridiculous to force upon 10 12 8 13 however old children are just like let them exist and figure it out because they'll be people at some point (laughs) so the fact that you're like too white for the arab kids too arab for the white kids uh, figuring out identity like this whirlwind of shit is happening to you all during puberty that your brain is also kind of rejecting yeah like it was also like it was like a weird thing because just like afterwards my my mom's like what were the signs and like when i was in puberty i used to wear a big jacket and i wouldn't take it off like it's just like one of those puffy ones like (laughs) middle of summer just like soaking in like a giant jacket and the no signs there uh but yeah you know we were describing i think people call that intersectionalism a little bit but like that's yeah kind of like the 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 nuances of like compound identities and whatnot so how it's just blunt and for my own how do you identify uh i identify as a woman okay yeah i was gonna say what is because we've also had people in the past who are like i prefer they but some people you know i just she is fine i'm like no that's you, you the thing you prefer especially will take place in this room okay so are you like how I, how long have you been comfortably saying like i'm a woman please address me as that uh, and what was that first i'm gonna go yeah conversation like with whoever of like i'm gonna open up about this i would say i don't know i like there was a time where i identified as like non-binary sure. because it was like kind of weird for me even though like it's kind of weird like to say like oh well, non-binary is an easier step for was for me at least to be like oh yeah i'm just non-binary because i didn't want to take the full like you yeah know. and i totally it's it's like a toe in the water first you know and just gonna cannonball yeah. in and that's not to gloss over people who are non-binary and yeah. say like i am non-binary that's how i figured it. it just is like your path of like i'm gonna start the, the there toes. first yeah. yeah and like Plenty of people who I've also talked to have been like, I started off, you know, bi and now I'm just fully queer. You know, yeah. it's it's a path of the correct ex- decision. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just a path of like also accepting like your own comfortability, you know, like and so that's why I would love to like hear all, you know, whatever you're comfortable with. But I think I fully like chose like or to, to, like embraced being like a trans woman like probably through close to three years ago now so not so i was gonna say long. semi-recent yeah i like it was like i like around like i've only been doing like stand-up for two years so like this is like <laughs> you know what i mean like i'm gonna a get very, i'm gonna t- we're gonna skip. i'm taking that call from my bank oh, online okay. on live it hello <laughs> Yes, this is Daniel. Okay, Daniel, I'm not sure if you've had the chance to check your email, but the title was 
I uh, did get the chance. I meant to reply. Thank you so much for sending me that title. That uh, really helps me out. I actually just jumped into the RMV form once I saw it because I was so excited. Thank you so very much. Have a great weekend. So for three years, you've been identifying as a woman. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's still semi-recent. Yeah, I would say so. I I feel like it, even like for the first two years, like it was still something that I wasn't even like aware of how different it was like i just like wasn't used to it i guess like especially like the perception that other people have of me changed sure and i wasn't fully aware of like what that was like did you have times where you would misgender yourself uh and then would like get angry at your own brain for being like, no, wait, we're doing something else now. Uh, no, I don't know, because like I, I feel like I identify as a trans woman because like I feel like that is kind of like where I feel like I belong mm. a little bit. But uh, in my head, I'm just kind of I don't gender myself at all. You know what I mean? Soup cans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, which I, I don't think most people like actively do it's kind of like the agenda is kind of like where they place themselves for other people more so than it is for you if that makes any sense totally no that's why i'm like i completely agree that it's for other the other comfort it's not for your comfort it's for the other which is you know like because I don't think anybody wakes up like, oh yeah, I feel like like a man today. Like no. it, like you know what I mean. Like like actively, like it's more of like, oh, I have these things that I like, or like things I how I want to present myself to the world, and that is kind of like different. But it's not like a label in your head, I guess. It's and it only comes into your the frame of your own head when it is confronted. Like you have that great joke. Um, if you think I'm cute, you're gay now. Yeah, <laughs> which. I was cracking up in the back because I can only imagine how many dudes have heard that, seen you do that joke and been like, oh, there's so many things I'm feeling right now. I don't understand it. (laughs) Uh, Fun fact, I came up with that joke because I was doing uh, like a show down in Providence and there was this older dude who was buying me drinks all night and I'm like, that's fine. Like I can, I'll get free drinks out of this man. Whatever. Uh, and then I went up on stage, did my jokes or whatever. And then afterwards I came back down off stage. She's like, is that true? Are you trans? And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, well that's gay. And then he like walked off and I just, (laughs) it's just like the insecurity. Oh my God. Um, yeah. I feel like even like for, for people who do even laugh at that joke, like there are people who are insecure about it and then they will still laugh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like a nice, it's, I bet too, the insecurity laughter is also in their like a quick twitch of their brain is like, no, oh, I don't want to think about this right now. Yeah. Just laugh. Just, at all. just move on. Just move on. Yeah. <laughs> Has, oh man, I'm really like wanted that story to turn where after you come off stage and the old guy's like is that true are you trans and you're like yeah and he's like 
perfect. (laughs) (laughs) He's like even more stoked now. I pr- maybe that does happen. This probably does happen for like. A I lot can't of imagine an old dude in Providence would have been. Ah, uh, you'd the be one surprised to... the amount of old dudes. <laughs> like that. That is like the main like like people who are very overly interested or like older it's like white a, dudes. Like, like kind of like, like waspy. A fetishize it. Yeah. In a way, instead yeah, like, of like accepting you, it's like being attracted to Lath. It's like I'm attracted to a trans person. Yeah, is more that... of more fetishy than anything it's else. gotta be yeah like so three how's how's love yeah how's dating been uh uh <laughs> not great uh i don't know for context the main reason i moved up here was because uh i was living with an ex-girlfriend and i was working with an ex-girlfriend the same two different exes okay and i was like this is too much for my brain and And i think i need to just leave is this in the pre or post era of identification uh post post okay yeah so in dating an ex uh two women also like where are we two women okay uh yeah i mean like i'm i'm bi sure but like uh it just so happened it was just two women sure it's like yeah so it's <laughs> funny that, wait going back then when i said people who were bi into so are you saying <laughs> bi is the correct no, one or the full gay is the, the correct one the, and are you shitting on your own sexuality i don't know i feel like you know i <laughs> men are strange i think is what it is <laughs> Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. I've been on like on enough dates with a lot of weird dudes that it's like it's yeah. Just, yeah. Um, so you're living with an ex, working with an ex, yeah. and at some point your brain explodes and you just say, I have to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, basically. I was like, Well, like I last year it was not like mentally I was not in a mentally good spot the whole time, mostly because I was like unmedicated, not in therapy at the time because I had lost my insurance and I was just like, uh, I'm gonna just like write it out and uh, We're gonna shake these dice and see what happens yeah and like i don't know for someone i have a bipolar disorder so like yes. that's not something that you can just be like let's ride this out like, isn't it super frustrating i dated somebody who was bipolar my sister did as well it runs in our family bipolar is one of the most frustrating to be a person on the outside i can only imagine what it's like dealing with it because if you're on the meds and everything's going great, you're like, oh, I don't need the meds anymore because yeah. things are going so great. And then the psych, it just is a like almost a loop kind of, right? Like, how long is you dealing with bipolar? How long have you known that for? Uh, less time than less I'm- time. Yeah, oh my God. So-, so, in the last like five years. <laughs> you your world has been flipped upside down well like i didn't even like go to therapy until like i realized that i really needed it so i was like uh i don't know i went to go get my uh like my gender diagnosis for gender dysphoria and like get my so i could start being medicated uh for that and i 
I was like, oh, there's also the, all these other things wrong with me. And then, like, because it was like, that was like the threat of the baseline. And then there's like, oh, there's like 80 different things that are also going on here. Hey, I, I want to be in a different body. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad because of that first thing, too, but also just unrelated. Unrelated. Just sadness. sad and mad. And I'm going up and down. Can we figure this out? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Holy shit. So. Did they give you like lithium or something? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm prescribed uh, lithium. And you're you you're back to it now. Mm. You, I mean, it's fine either way. It's not like I. It's <laughs> I I'm not currently, but that's also because like I also just left my other job. Right, and exactly. I, I'm I know, off I know, insurance right, again. Exactly. So. <laughs> I know you got a new gig, so all that. I yeah. Was, like um, I go off Lexapro for two days out of just an accident, and all of a sudden my brain is like kind of foggy so it was not good it was not a good adjustment being like off the meds um yeah i i don't know how are you like so what the difference between meds and no meds just stable versus mood swings uh i i'd say like mostly mood swings but i also get like a little I would say a little delusional, like mm. in my head, um, about relationships that I have with other people. Okay. So like it's, I don't know, I'll get a little like, oh, this person hates me or whatever. And like, I will obsess about that in my head for like hours or whatever it is. And like, I don't know, just kind of, yeah. Or thinking that I can like do things that I can't like. <laughs> so then <laughs> You said it was a tough adjustment. Is it a ongoing adjustment? Because it feels like that would have to be a day-to-day fight where you have to like talk yourself out of the spiral. Uh, I feel like most of the day, I most days I'm pretty baseline. Okay, but uh, like occasionally, like I'll have like spurts of just like really bad depression or just. Uh, I feel so good for no reason. And then that is a euphoria. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Got the fuck out of Prov. Yeah. No. Did here. you also just say to the ex you were living with, like, did you blow up at them and then bounce? Or was it like a, hey, I can't do this? Uh, I can't believe you lived with your ex <laughs> and worked with a separate ex. But that's okay anyway that's just that's just queer culture that's just (laughs) that's all that is i was i think i yeah i don't yeah don't don't queer people move in super fast together uh yeah but we didn't actually move in that fast we i dated her for like three years before we moved in okay so yeah but it was also like i really needed a place to stay because um yeah all of it was just I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Ever changing as yeah. the life of Lathe is. Yeah. Like, so I, all this tangent kind of started from the dating in Boston question. Has there been any dates here that went well? Uh, I, I like to move on from this <laughs> portion <laughs> of conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Let's go with what are 
some of the let's go comedy things all right for uh you know moving here getting out of prov what's uh you know you asked me what shows have you know who should i hit up all that has there been anything that you've enjoyed so far you know what are some goals coming here in a new scene um well like i've somewhat participated in the scene because i was in Providence and like yeah there's an overlap for sure yeah um and uh Providence scene didn't really like me that much so that's like i feel like i didn't really feel welcomed in Providence by the scene um which is different here like i do feel welcomed by more people uh like i know it's not Providence, but brianna woodward has always been like a she's the best part. yeah she's brianna bigger, woodward's awesome. better better podcast brianna woodward uh, oh thanks yeah she won <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i uh yeah i yeah there's always been people who have been stronger proponents of me up here yeah. than they have been down there um yeah so coming here it does feel like i do have more opportunity um and that is nice but it's also kind of difficult i feel like to get my foot in the door a little bit with some people but that's like i feel like that's always it's a little it, yeah it's a little clicky for sure yeah. um brianna is definitely a great person to know in terms of you know not having I, i've always you know when i first moved here i described this city as it's like when you give someone a hug and they don't hug you back it's just kind of that feeling of like <laughs> uncomfortable brianna is a hug back person yeah a hundred percent you know she's always always a seat at her table for anyone so that's certainly a great person to know but yeah it it can unfortunately be clicky um and that's why how i told you you know when i knew nobody and just googled good food near me that place garlic and lemons was like a literal lifesaver there's also oh spikes was nearby uh, they had spikes in Providence, the hot dog place. Spikes? Yeah, spikes junkyard dogs. I don't know if spikes junkyard dogs. I think it was Providence at least. Anyway, um, those two places were like, uh, you know, a couple blocks apart at one point, and it was just the one saving grace of anything in this area because I felt like. You know, I there were a couple people. I didn't know Brianna when I first moved here. There were certainly a couple of people like that. But it was just like, oh God, I need any sort of love, and that's food for sure. So, yeah. are you? What? Where did you even move to in Boston? Uh, well, I was first in JP, right. and then I moved to Cambridge recently. Oh, so, so you're like right over there? I'm right over there. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. It's perfect. Then you, you will go over there as an on a non video podcast pointing in opposite directions because <laughs> garlic and lemons is right down there. Okay. And cool. they'll probably have better grape leaves. Even these are, you... these aren't bad. These are, I know, bad. Yeah, but these are... they'll probably, they are not this. They don't look like me over there. They, <laughs> um, yeah, that was gross. Sorry. I, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a food podcast. It's, Whenever other people, whenever I'm listening to a pod and I hear someone burp or like sw- or like do something weird, I'm like, ew, disgusting. But then for my people, I'm like, no, 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 it's it's okay. It's art. It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, uh, so you're doing democracy on Saturday, which will be fun. This will yeah. come. This will come out after that, unfortunately. But that's, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, democracy seems uh, seems neat. Seems like a yeah, neat yeah it's gonna be a lot yeah. of fun. Um, that's my one of my favorite rooms. Um, so, I'm happy to hear that you're feeling more accepted here because I also don't think many people like. I think some people have moved because they felt how you felt and probably like the same thing you know it's it's just kind of unfortunate wherever you land hopefully you can feel like a fish in that pond yeah so i i feel like i just really need to uh continue to put myself out there more within the scene because i i don't necessarily always feel confident about my comedy but that's like I feel like that's most people to kind of the insecurity or anxiety about like, Oh, is this good or whatever? Yeah. But I, I feel like I do well enough most of the time. Yeah. So it's like, eh, why not? I mean, that like, was yeah. n- uh, not the hottest crowd at don't tell. And you had a good set. Yeah. You know? And that was, I remember I took the bullet that night and was like, Ugh, I don't like that. So, you know, you just was, didn't make it in with Narcan lady. No, I did not. <laughs> no, I, I should have been like, Hey, me and you girl. <laughs> So it totally, it, everyone is so self-critical in that way. I was going to say, what are some things that you've found or do outside though of comedy when you have that? Uh, the time? <laughs> what do you mean? Like- <laughs> I was going to say like the, I need to feel like if comedy doesn't go well or something one night. Or if you are spiraling from something, you know, where do you put your energy? What makes you feel that, like, garlic and lemons feeling that I had when I was first moving here? Uh, Wendy's. You know, that's what it is. A, a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. There's nothing nothing better. I that. My favorite thing after a show is Wendy's in the car. Yeah. It is the best. The Baconator. And I get, I get the regular not spicy nugs. Uh, pussy (laughs) (laughs) i the spicy nugs to further elaborate hurt my tummy (laughs) i also don't do fast food a ton so maybe it's just that in general that whenever i do this wendy's bomb at like midnight of a double burger with 10 nuggets and fries and stuff my body just rejects it every time though i feel horrible the next day is when so wendy's is your go-to though that's my that's my go-to yeah it's just like i get two spicy chicken sandwiches and a fry and then yeah that's it it's and then like, do you take the buns from one and like do you make a double spicy I, chicken sandwich i don't i just kind of inhale them and then it's <laughs> i inhale them and then i feel like shit and then i go to bed See? that's like <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> See, so I'm not a pussy. No, <laughs> I'm. My body's right. <laughs> well, I don't think it has anything to do with the spice. I think it's just it's just Wendy's that does that. That's probably fair. Yeah. I mean, I'm I I'm cool with spicy food too. It probably is just the Wendy's itself, and I don't want to accept the fact that it's probably not good for your stomach. Uh, fast food not good for your stomach this is like what a groundbreaking revelation but again even in this moment i can't be like hey that thing you love you probably shouldn't love it are you frosty fan uh no no i I just i just get the sandwiches i get a fry sometimes i get a lemonade but that's like i mean lemonade is also like the sizes at wendy's that is ridiculous like a medium Mm. lemonade is like a gigantic 
extra large at any other place the, and it's just yeah the dr- the beverage sizes at places are comical for sure and especially wendy's where it's like here's a 64 ounce small <laughs> <laughs> the frosty i so my milkshake preference is thicker like if you sort of just melt ice cream a little bit and i can have it with a straw and a spoon that's probably my preferred consistency so that's why i love the frosty so much is because you need the spoon it's not really are you a a fry one of those my mom is and she stands by it you know she'll it's not like she'll do every fry into the but she'll do it occasionally i don't mix things that shouldn't be mixed in my brain and that is one of those things you heard it here first danny clea is racist (laughs) (laughs) yeah we don't yeah we don't we don't we don't like mixings around these parts okay our ketchup stays over here our mustard stays over here um uh like maybe like over a year ago i went to uh kentucky with mo and my exes and uh i was like oh like Kentucky's maybe like a strange I had never been down south like yeah. that before I was like maybe they'll be a little homophobic and we went to like Louisville and a lot of gay couples but no interracial couples so like <laughs> in Kentucky they are accepting of gay people as long as they are of the same race like that is just <laughs> hey, where they draw the line we're fine with that you know same sex marriage stuff that's cool by us but if you if you got different we don't we don't want you to look different yeah. you gotta look the <laughs> same look the same <laughs> um, uh that why'd you go to kentucky they're like a wedding like it was oh a, okay yeah. I, thought, I, I, I thought it was like your dad going to oklahoma or whatever no, just like, yeah, let's just see like, what's out there in kentucky like nothing <laughs> oh uh, you said the sooners earlier but my dad's a big sports guy for oklahoma he loves all of oklahoma's teams and he like, has to he went he finished call i feel like that that yeah. was probably beat into him maybe but like he also likes i think he spent most of his time in new york for like college so it's like kind of weird that he just uh i don't know my my dad went to syracuse for a little bit and then had to drop out for a sister's wedding and then was like i'm going to the university of hawaii <laughs> like you know it's just one of those adventure things some of us some of our adventures take us from providence to boston others take us from syracuse to hawaii or new york to oklahoma (laughs) (laughs) wherever you throw that dart in your brain and land uh i think he went to oklahoma mostly because (laughs) actually like it was uh he's a he has a degree in petroleum engineering which is like a a little racist dad and then b like <laughs> i feel like you know he just like yeah, petroleum engineering like you know that's, and nothing else it's such a specific thing that you can make so much money in i bet yeah it's one of those like oh i make the buttons on jackets like oh you must be a billionaire <laughs> i invented dice that's one of my favorite jokes from this movie kiss kiss bang bang is he just lies and is like i invented dice it's like (laughs) someone did yeah you know and petroleum engineering is just vague enough like consulting (laughs) you make so much money i bet that's why he had the servants that's why he had the servants uh my my parents are no longer rich that wasn't a thing that i experienced uh, as a child but uh it was nice to hear about you know (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's before when you were like it's, and then 
not having them now was there any time in your childhood where you're like what the fuck man yeah Come on. i was like where well i mean my dad has like 80 siblings so like it's like a not actually i know but like, but like I, I a lot like yeah. double digits of siblings wow. yeah you, i mean have like you met all of them is there some that you don't know yet uh well i probably met all of them but i don't remember like the only time i went to syria because like syria has been in a civil war for a wacky war for a it's while not cool over there yeah not not super cool it's not it's not somewhere you could just fly into no not not really there are definitely safe parts but like it's just you know uh yeah when i was like four and that was like the last time i was there do you even remember much of it then uh no but fun fact while i was over there 9 11 happened <laughs> it's just <laughs> so i'm sure that uh extended your stay a little bit i i don't know i don't know if it did because like this is also even wackier information i didn't know about 9 11 till i got to high school like I didn't... Wait, what? <laughs> how, did you, how did you not know about 9 11 until you got to high school I mean, like, I went to an Islamic private school, grew up in an oh Arab household. God, right. They didn't want to fucking talk That's, about it. They're just like, oh my god. <laughs> no one's like, hey, by the way, we bombed those towers. Like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, it's like this. Like, I go to high school. I remember it very distinctly. Uh, it was like history, Western Civ class. I sit down. I was actually sitting next to a kid named Muhammad. Was like another uh, like Muslim kid. Yeah, uh, you throw him the peace sign. So. Yeah, and like you just like alaikum brother. Say <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, you know. We had that. We had that like kind of head nod kind of thing going. <laughs> but yeah, we we, I, we sat down and like school starts around like you know around the time that nine eleven happened. Yeah. So uh, they were talking about it like it was September eleventh. They're like today we're going to talk about nine eleven because like it's history. And I remember very distinctly, everybody in the class turns and looks at me in this kid, Muhammad, like just like just sitting there like and I was like, what the fuck is even going on? Like, what is what's the big deal about Tuesday, guys? (laughs) (laughs) So when you learned about it, man, that's like when in all, you know, all my white history classes, we skip over all the like rape and murder of the natives yeah like the trail of tears is just like 20 minutes of one class it's like hey let's gonna fucking skip over that stuff we this let we manifest destiny we should take it like so the fact that the islamic middle school also totally brushed that off i mean they could have just been like they they did it themselves. Yeah. It wasn't us. They're gonna tell you some shit. It wasn't us. <laughs> I mean, like I'm I'm sure if you because like the the thing is like they weren't even like I didn't even have like real teachers. It was just like a mom like moms who like had kids there were like yeah I'll teach science. So it was like Why a ho- it was like a like a homeschool came to get like a commune school. Yeah, it was like like only like a total of three hundred students from pre K to eighth grade. So, uh, very small, very small school. And then you went to a normal public, normal, sorry, a generic public high school Yeah. of how many kids? Uh, probably, I don't even know, but I think like in my graduating class, like there was well over like, like 2000 kids or something like that, which is like a lot. Big, 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 bigger pond for sure. So did you just, so everyone turns to you 
do you then turn to Muhammad and they're like, why are they staring at us? I, uh, well, it was more of like, like, I was like, what's going on? And the teacher was like, so this is the day that, uh, jihad is terrorist. <laughs> like, just like, kind of like leaned in on it and just, I was like, oh fuck. Like this is something that, it, that happened. Like I knew, I knew growing up that people didn't like us. Like my mom wore his hijab and my dad's like brown has yeah. an accent. Like I knew that there was things that were wrong but I didn't know like why. Like I knew that the, like people were racist towards us. Yeah. Like I understood that, but like Job I didn't convert know. Out of gear? Sorry, not to my mom. Off. My mom yeah. converted. Yeah. Okay, so she wore the hijab, and you knew, like you said, you knew. She that. she leaned in hard yeah. too. She was like, she really doesn't want to be white. Is my understanding of my mom. She like, huh. yeah. I think I was talking to my cousin, uh, and my my cousins are also all my most of my cousins are mixed as well, but with different you know whatever yeah. ethnic backgrounds. Uh, and she's talking to one of my cousins and she's like making fun of her sister and she's like, oh, she doesn't get ethnic food. Uh, unlike me and you, Alicia, like I go to Chipotle sometimes <laughs> and it's like my mom really doesn't want to be white, but it makes her more white than like any other person. I feel like that's person. how it always goes <laughs> yeah. is that like the harder you try it, it's the same thing if you don't like a nickname and you're like, please don't call me that. Everyone leans into it so fucking hard if you're like hey i'm not white you're just end up doing shit that makes you so fucking white yeah such as i know ethnic food i go to chipotle <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness uh yes that's my mother uh i i forgot what i was saying uh uh you're saying sorry i that's my that's my bad i got yeah. you though. so uh you were saying how she leaned into it and I was asking previously, you know, when everyone turned and looked at you, yeah, you know, what happened then? You were like, I knew people didn't like us. I also knew people called us terrorists and stuff like that. So I understood, like, I just wasn't aware that, like, 9-11, like, was really, like, a thing, though. Like, it maybe, like, I had a, like, thought, like, had experience probably with it in the past, but, like, I was never really confronted with all of the information, sure. probably. Um, yeah, so that was a little, like, oh, like, this when is you, the when big they, one. Yeah, that, yeah. When the teacher, like, again, dipped their toe in and then was like, jihadist terrorist, yeah. just fucking <laughs> floored it. <laughs> so, what was that, like, I don't know, realization? Like, ex- not acceptance, but like, when you heard it, how did you take that in? Because again, uh, you have to hear that in a history class where everyone, like, had turned and stared at yeah, you. Yeah, everybody already knows, and they're like, yeah, like, this is, I don't know, it just, uh, I feel like it was more so that I was like, just like, oh, okay, now things make more sense. Like, it just like, not saying that the racism was justified, but like, I'm saying like, it was definitely like, oh, okay, like. Just those moments clicked from childhood yeah. where you were like, Why? Like, of people like yelling at my mom or yeah. whatever, and like, yeah. So, what do they tell you if you're out, you get yelled at? Uh, it's in a post 9-11 world what do they say are they just like they don't like us don't worry about it yeah it's just mostly like yeah like people there are people who aren't a fan of like the religion that we practice or like I always also knew I was like different because like I had cousins who are not Muslim or yeah um, so I understood uh, like also like around Christmas time like you know what I mean like I I know yeah. like yeah uh, I used to go over to my aunt's house and sidetrack a little bit I used to go over to my aunt's house for Christmas all the time and uh, we used to like not 
get presents. So, like, <laughs> we would watch, like, all the other kids, like, open up, like, <laughs> toys and shit. And it's just, like, us just kind of, like, like... Hanging that's when out. I realized what cucking was, like, in that moment. <laughs> of, like, <laughs> like, I want a Bionicle. Like, I just... <laughs> So, are you still practicing now? No, no. Do you still have like a sh- like a paint can shaking around in there every now and then, where like something will pop in, and you're like, uh, yeah, I actually, I can't eat with my left hand. Is a thing. Like something mentally just prevents me because it was like hammered into me that that's the devil's hand, and you just can't eat with it, and you gotta like use your right hand or whatever, and like there's stuff like that. I was also I felt that way about like. Uh, like pork for a while too Mm. like i avoided pork yeah and uh when i tried pork for the first time i was like this shit's overrated as fuck like it kind of sucks a little bit i it's funny like the hack joke is always like muslims don't eat bacon how do they live it's like bacon's good it's fine but pork there's in my opinion, better things that come from the pork. I've been fucking with pork tenderloin lately. Nice. Delicious. Pork chop, also great. Pork belly, pork amazing. Pork belly, amazing. So the fact that, like, just, like, bacon immediately is the one. It's, like, sure, it's fine. Pork, I'll go with the bacon's overrated. I'll agree with you there. Uh, I mean, like, mostly just, like, ham and, like, pork chops. Dude, I didn't even just think like, of ham because I don't think don't it's that it, yeah. good. I don't think it's that delicious of a cold cut, a like roast. I mean, my uncle does this great recipe. We call it hammy in a pot <laughs> that he makes for Christmas. And that ham. European cuisine. <laughs> hammy in a pot. <laughs> that one. Slap. I don't know what he does to it. Hammy in a pot is great ham. Yeah. Now, will I also go and eat all the ham at a Christmas party where I don't know anyone at? Yeah, absolutely. I was just randomly at some Christmas party this past holiday. Uh, I knew two people there, three people max. Yeah. Uh, It was a friends friends family party oh strange yeah and like yeah. a very nice and i know i know the friends friend we've hung out a couple times it's not like it you know it's not like hey i'm this person yeah and but I, it was like family oriented oh it was a strange. big time family party it was mass it was pretty much only family and since none of the family knew me i tried to eat so much ham that i wanted someone in the family to turn to someone else and go Who's this kid eating all the ham? <laughs> that was my one goal for the night. I don't know if it occurred because I did end up meeting his mom. She was a very lovely lady, I, you know, all that. So unfortunately, if someone was like, who's this fucking kid eating all the ham? She would have been like, oh, that's Danny. I had a conversation with him. He's lovely. So like I kind of nuked my own plan. <laughs> but for a little bit, I was just. You were the ham guy. I was the ham guy. And yeah. I'll be the ham guy for the bit. Even though ham is overrated and it probably isn't even cracking my like top 10 yeah. of meats. Uh, I do love pulled pork though. Pulled pork, I was missing out on, on that for sure. See, we just named so many better cuts from the pig of like of pork than yeah. 
fucking ham. Pulled pork is maybe the best bar. Are you a barbecue fan? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I don't like. I don't feel like there's any good barbecue really to like get your hands on around here. Stuff. There's a couple spots. There's one I loved that closed down. Unfortunately, that was big. Uh, it was over in Watertown. It was really close. Um, there's one place like 50 minutes up the way called the Rusty Can, which I've been to a couple times, passing from shows, and I just like it because of the name. <laughs> but yeah, it's Boston. I mean, there's yeah. there's crazy good asian food around you know like ramen there's so much korean barbecue uh hot take i think the food up here fucking sucks that's not that providence (laughs) providence has way better food than boston it's not that hot of a take okay there's there's spots around for sure like i mean anywhere has spots. yeah anywhere has spots and this city certainly like at least in alston like i said korean barbecue ramen it's it's kind of like you have to know like we're talking about barbecue you're not gonna be able to get barbecue in boston unfortunately that's just kind of i actually i don't like korean barbecue now that you i don't like the fact that i have to cook it myself that's what i was that's my why am i paying 40 dollars for that's my thing with it too (laughs) i don't want to work for this restaurant cook it for me that's why i came out to eat a meal that i will pay you to cook don't just bring me a plate of raw meat. I can do that in my own apartment. I do that at my own apartment. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Korean barbecue. My stepbrother loves it. We did it when I went out to visit him, my mom, and the whole time I was just like, this is a scam. This is a fucking scam Hot pot, to the Korean bar, all of it. Just- I also don't... I don't know those meats enough okay so let's say let's take the hot pot for example where they just bring you raw meat and then hot broth and they're like dunk it until it's cooked (laughs) i don't here's this chicken and now dunk it (laughs) like i've never done this method i've never done the dunk like i don't know how long you have to dunk it for what if i pull out a piece of raw chicken and i'm like oh it looks great to me do i get to take all of your money as a restaurant because you didn't cook for me fuck i'm an old man (laughs) no no like it's 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 ridiculous i i yeah it's it's the same thing as the fucking like self-checkouts it's just one level up make you buy buy your own food there you go out to the restaurant now you have to cook your own food and it also we were in like a parking lot it wasn't like a real like enclosed enclosed yeah thank you (laughs) enclosed venue with like walls or it was just kind of a tent with like those shitty like grills they set up with the catering candle underneath (laughs) like it was the most wild setup and then yeah they're like yeah 40 bucks for this meat what are we doing (laughs) what is los angeles was it good at least no no not really no it was fucking korean barbecue i i do like how uh the only part i like about it is that sometimes i'll get like you'll get like meats that you just normally won't be able to get your hands on that's Um, true have you met peter martin yet 
No. He's a comic, great comic. You'll see him around for sure. He posted a story on Instagram the other day of, it was a, like, it's a python meat. It was like 1.5 pounds of python meat. And he was like, fuck it, I'm getting it. And I was like, where? <laughs> where did you find this? And it was, it wasn't like, you know, raw like he was holding it in his hand with like a tag on it or so it was like packaged properly it looked very legit all that so it's like where did you find this apparently there's some deli in cambridge that has like exotic exotic meats, meats like python fucking moose like any any meat that you can't get at like a star market or a shaw's or whatever i think that's what this place has like antelope like just a wild arrangement of meats that i have to check out because where are they getting these meats i because there's no pythons in boston that's for there's sure no, is there a farm that they're like harvesting the python meat hopefully I, yeah <laughs> what's the uh have you ever had any weird stuff like that uh the i mean weirdest like, thing you've eaten uh i mean i've had like goat testicles before Huh. Yeah. How was that? R- rubbery. Uh, it it tastes exactly how you think it would. Like, yeah. I, I see. To me, this is a really bad visual that is making me squirm. But if I was to bite into a testicle, I kind of picture it would be like a gusher. It is kind of like a gusher. Oh, <laughs> that makes me so unhappy. But no, I, I, it's not like I was just like eating like like fucking like like an apple. That's like where the a, pee is stored. That's why yeah. it would be like a gusher because you bite it and the pee pops. It's like it was like cut up and cooked. It's just kind of like meat, like a little bit. Um, so it was cut. It's not like they just hand you. Yeah, just like a full a testicle, sack, a full like yeah, just goat sack. <laughs> Coat sack, two balls hanging, and just <laughs> munch away. Was that at a restaurant? No, uh, just uh, like Middle Eastern culture, it's like you need to not waste anything ever. So you eat every single part of the animal. Like I've had brain, I've had eyes, I've had like, you know, um, yeah, just like basically any part of the animal. Would you rather eat brain or eyes? brain brain is delicious actually really yeah uh do you have to get over it though of like i'm eating brain yeah a little bit i've had you know when you eat like tongue you've had like tongue I've before had tongue. yeah it's and very you're chewy. like i'm tasting this with my tongue and it's just like really weird <laughs> visually to get over but uh I'm, eyeballs are nasty i'm I registering what this brain tastes like with my brain yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eyeballs did they slice that one up too, or is that Th- just like those are and those I? are like gushers, like a hundred percent? Yeah, um, not a fan. Yeah. But eyeballs, I'm not eyeballs. Like the time I had brain, I also had it fried, and it was like tastes like like fried chicken. Like it's nice. like delicious, like that. It's just nice. So it's all don't waste. Was this all how you grew up? Also, uh, yeah, just don't waste food. Uh, make sure. You but I mean, like, were you cooking in the kitchen with eyes? Oh uh, no, because my mom wouldn't do that. Was you, okay. Uh, just like if I were to go over to like a more, I feel like like a full Arab household. Like they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna cook this head of the sheep, and this is what you're gonna have for dinner. Um, which you know, it's like. <laughs> 
here is this head. I will serve it with potato. Yeah, exactly. Like like potatoes on rice or whatever it is. <laughs> They're just um, on top a head. Yeah. Wow. Um, so stuff like that. So you you must not get really squeamish then with no, if you've really. been you know brains eyes head, shoulders heads knees and toes. <laughs> I feel like I get like squeamish just with textures like it's just like a texture thing like i can't do certain preach yeah also the it's not even like it's how other people eat mm. that's what i will i won't eat food if somebody's eating weird like an auditory like chewing no too if loud. someone's like licking their their fingers or putting their fingers in their mouth that shit is disgusting and i cannot stand that i agree what if like quick ice like ice cream like oh quick like just like a quick i, I can't i can't do it would you rather would you just rather sacrifice the sleeve i'll sacrifice yeah i'll sacrifice all of it <laughs> if like if i'm having like if i'm like high and i'm having like uh takis or whatever yeah. that shit's staining my pants it's not like <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing else you should there. do the, the chopstick taki method no that just seems wrong but then you don't have the that's part of the experience like the but cake. you don't like that experience yeah but like i i accept it full-heartedly like going in i don't know <laughs> that's crazy that there's something that could completely negate a negative experience that's part of a positive experience and you're like no 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 the negative makes the positive better yeah like i i won't season food at a restaurant like like if a, a food comes i won't put salt on it because like I'm gonna eat it the way they yeah. want me oh, to. Oh, I totally. It. Yeah, that that is different though than <laughs> I don't like what's on my hands. I will rub them on my pants because how the chef prepared it. Sure, it's a risk. yeah, but that those takis manufacturers wanted me to eat it with my hands. That's like there's some. I don't know, underpaid worker in another country just slaving away. And they're like, God, I hope someone... They want you to yeah. get the PlayStation controller all dirty <laughs> exactly. at the sleepover. <laughs> so I'm going to live up to that experience. All right. What's... We're, yeah, we touched it now. I knew it. Um, what is something that... So it was brain. Did you go into it thinking this is going to be nasty, and then it's actually delicious? Because uh, if not, I what? was lied to. I wasn't told it was brain, and then I found out after because my uncle was like, <laughs> "Yeah, like you're eating brain or I whatever." I feel less angry at my mother for tricking me to eat mashed potatoes now because yeah. that's a that's a pretty dirty trick to <laughs> trick someone into eating brain. But then, like, after, it's like, oh, this is delicious, though. So, like, why not, you know? Was there something that you knew going into it, though? Like, this is tongue. I think this is going to be gross. Oh, my God. Uh, I love tongue. Uh, yeah, tongue actually was... Goat, it was tongue? It was, like, a goat tongue wrap, and it was just, like, filled with, like, tabbouleh and, like, all this good stuff. And just... I remember it so distinctly that day, because I, like, used to, like... Uh, do some like prayer thing at some old guy's house in a basement somewhere which is like a group of Arab guys getting together going to a dark basement together is like the CIA must have known what was like happening at this like I don't know so he's like uh, you go to go hey do guys that. we can't tell Laith about what we're doing yeah. here she's gonna learn in high school <laughs> <laughs> not in high school yet again <laughs> 
<laughs> so you'd go to this this basement or whatever, and they would give you the that's where you had this goat tongue wrap yeah uh there was like this dude who like i considered an uncle growing up uh i don't want to like side track too much but it's whatever yeah he used to be a bodybuilder back in the day and then one day because he was a bodybuilder he just loved making sandwiches and he opened up his own sandwich shop (laughs) which is like fucking hero and uh no longer a bodybuilder he's like the exact opposite of what (laughs) you think a bodybuilder looks like i like lifting weights and making sandwiches i'm gonna open up a restaurant Oh fuck! Lifting weights is not as cool as making sandwiches. This is way cooler. That is, yeah, that dude's my fucking hero. <laughs> oh, so how do you do? You miss that, like the cultural experiences and stuff. Yeah, like the food and the culture of it all. Like now being I, here, do you still cook? You know, tongue brain for yourself. Like, what are you uh, eating on a Tuesday? I mean, like, uh, I, if I'm cooking, I'm cooking stuff like this, like what we're eating right now. Cool. Um, because also I don't really know the proper ways to prepare all those other meats and stuff and yeah. just like where would I even go to get those and the uh, Python store <laughs> yeah I, I do miss the 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 sense of community that I had um, which is the main I think what brought me to comedy yeah. was like oh there is like community there a little bit like uh, you find your pockets yeah yeah uh, I talked before about how not fitting into any boxes. So like usually for me to like work my way into something was like always humor was like something that I would rely on. And like, uh, it's neat that there is like a something there, I guess. Yeah. Everyone who is drawn to this in some way feels sort of like a black sheep or different outsider from whatever box they were tried to put into. So when you put all those people together, they yes it's all different walks and yes it's all different ages but it is still like oh you felt weird enough to put your name on a list at a dive bar at 9 p.m (laughs) hell yeah me too like that's why that clickiness kind of doesn't make sense to me yes there's people that you will just generally enjoy more than others and vibe with better but at the same time you're just writing jokes fucking extend an olive branch to somebody who just fucking moved here yeah <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> that's that's my that's my humble onion at least um this is how i end every podcast at least okay. uh and it's gonna be a tougher question for you now having heard all this about brains and eyes if there were no societal or legal consequences. What animal would you try, like, most be curious to try? Um, what animal? What animal do you want to eat if no one would be like, Leif, I can't believe you just ate that? I, uh, I'm actually not a big meat eater, but I, uh, maybe like a platypus tail. That seems neat. That seems like something that nobody has ever wanted before. <laughs> and like th- the fact that it exists and you can eat it, it just, you know, I'll try it. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is one of those uh we didn't stop to ask if we should just if we could. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like can we eat platypus tails? Oh, uh we actually, can. could I change my answer? Yeah, of course. 
uh, I found out not that long ago that uh, flamingos make milk, and I really want to get some hand my hands on some mingo milk, like just <laughs> <Some> like mingo <laughs> milk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have this yeah, idea. Yeah, give me like, that mingo milk, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a bunch of flamingos together, milking them, and then uh, making yogurt out of the... Flamingo yogurt. Yeah, like either uh, flamingo or flamingo is what I'm... I think this is like a multi-million dollar idea. Oh my god, that's so fucking good. What? Do they have teats? No, it like comes out of their like beaks. Like they have like, like a little like thing. It's like it's also they, red. They gleek milk. They gleek it, yeah. No fucking way. Uh, pigeons too. In case you were curious, I don't want yeah. pigeon milk. Yeah, pigeon milk probably tastes nasty. Yeah, pigeon pigeon milk is like the Mountain Dew of. <laughs> <laughs> it's fizzy. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, unfortunately, I said I was gonna say democracy. Yeah. Saturday, but this will be. Excuse me, Monday. Um, you got anything coming up? that's fun uh, i don't know i'd like write my my dates down but i actually don't write what the show is fun so, oh yeah. that's that's a nice surprise and then it comes up and you get tagged on something you're like oh, that's oh well smart. i uh, after democracy i got bleacher bar and off the rails in worcester so oh, that, a, that is next week right yeah bleacher bar is on tuesdays yeah oh that'll be perfect this is gonna come out monday so if you are listening go to bleacher bar and see life because yeah. it's the fucking rule and they're great at comedy and they're very nice cool thanks thanks uh, for having me <laughs> of course for the free meal yeah That's of course nice. if there's still plenty so if you want uh you can absolutely have leftovers i don't know how do these sit uh they sit well really yeah because like you can like just wrap this up have it the next day because it's fine cold too uh warm cold doesn't matter. i guess yeah the leaf like the leaf thing i guess is what's I've, I kind of pictured that it would just like dry out. Uh, yeah, just like maybe like keep it day. in some some form of like liquid that you had. Oh, it's like in. lemon juice or whatever. Yeah, okay. just like. Cool. Uh, I will put your Instagram, uh, which I know is Lathe Tie Left Shoe, because I used to read it as Lathe the Left Shoe, nice. and then I realized maybe I'm a little dyslexic. Uh, so follow Lathe Tie Left Shoe. Follow Dinner at Your Place. Uh, love you guys. Bye.